Now we know that finding the perfect non-alcoholic drink can sometimes feel like a major challenge, but we've discovered something that's about to knock your socks off and your taste buds too. Go Brewing. Did you know Go Brewing was rated number one, number one, Michaela, for non-alcoholic beer in the country and rightly so. Fun fact. All of their beers fall under the gluten-free guidelines, so you won't get that gross bloated feel that you sometimes can get when you're drinking, let's be honest. Plus, all their brews without fruit have less than one gram of sugar. Because we want to feel sexy and sober and have fun, Go Brew is the perfect choice for us. And who says beer isn't sophisticated? When you could just put it in a champagne glass like I do. My favorite at the moment is the Sunshine State Tropical IPA from Go Brewing. It's the mango and peach flavor. As a listener, you can save 15% by going to brewing.com slash sobergirls or by using the code sobergirls. Plus, get a free two-day shipping on orders of $40 or more. Again, go to brewing.com slash sobergirls or use our code sobergirls for 15% off. Okay, can I be honest here? Yes. I used to rely on alcohol for a lot of things, including managing my PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, feeling blue, ugh, huge mistake. However, as a sober girl today, that is obviously not an option, but have no fear. Ladies, we found a solution to our PMS woes, alcohol so not needed. Enter Jubilance, your daily support and new BFF when it comes to true and effective PMS relief. It's so simple. Just take one capsule a day and keep your symptoms at bay. If you're interested in trying it, you can use the code SOBERGIRLS for $10 off your first order. I've noticed I have more energy, focus, less cravings, and my mood feels so much more balanced. Jubilance is a non-hormonal available over-the-counter and powered by two-ingredient formula used by thousands of women worldwide to live PMS mood symptom-free. Think less anxiety, less irritability, more peace, power, and dare I say, fun all month long. Try Jubilance for $10 off by visiting jubilance.com forward slash sobergirls or use the promo code sobergirls at checkout. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E.com slash sobergirls for $10 off. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to the Two Sober Girls podcast. I am your host, Michaela. I have Erin here with me. And today's podcast topic is what are the signs that it's time to make a change? So we're going to get right into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're also going to share with you different ways to make a change. Like, so once you become I think it's, it's all about awareness. It's all about, um, being completely honest with yourself. And, um, there are different tools that we're going to share with you. So hello, Erin. How hey. are you? I'm great. I'm like, so it's, I'm geeking out over here. So I have my big book and my 12 and 12, because so much of how I knew it was time for me to make a change. There were physical and emotional signs or symptoms, but I just was not listening or aware because I was cut off because of my addiction. Mm -hmm. All of my literature in AA points to these signs and these symptoms. And actually they have one of the chapters that's, well, that's a letter in the big book is the doctor's opinion about these signs and symptoms. Like if you're experiencing this red flag, it's time to get help. It's time to put up your hand and say, I might need to stop drinking or I want to stop drinking, but don't know how, or possibly 
alcohol is the cause of all these different ailments I'm experiencing. So I think this topic is so important because a lot of times we just kind of don't listen to our bodies or kind of push aside our emotions because we're busy. We're not yeah. ready with it yet. We're unco- it's uncomfortable. It's well, and we also have habits that we yeah. have formed. Mm-hmm. And unless you start looking at those habits um, mm-hmm. and having goals, yeah. nothing is going to change. No, good or bad, you know? No. Yeah. And, and unfortunately we get really used to subpar existence. Like we are just going through life thinking this is as good as it's going to get. This is how it is versus everybody else struggles and everybody else is doing this. Yeah. So maybe I'm sick too, versus like, we know now living alcohol free, you're supposed to feel amazing. Like you're Mm -hmm. supposed to feel energy in your body and clarity in your mind and divine purpose, like pulsating through you. And then, yeah, you feel it all. Like there's days where you're, you know, you're going to feel the sadness, the hard things, but you stay right here in the center, you deal and you move through. So now my bar has been set so high, but when I was, um, an active addiction, I just said, this is just life and you're mm-hmm. still crummy and whatever. Um, so I thought it was like a great idea to jump on and just talk about if this is happening to you or you're experiencing this, perhaps this is the perfect place for you to be with us on this podcast so we can help you. Absolutely. Um, so one of the first things they talk about when you come into the rooms is if your life has become unmanageable, that's a sign that alcohol is you know, has taken over in your life and that it is driving you in a direction you don't want to go in anymore. Unmanageability might look like not taking care of your children the way that you want to take care of them, being late for appointments, forgetting about appointments, Mm -hmm. sleeping through because you're hungover for appointments, um, not being able to cope and manage what is seemingly a very typical, normal routine life. Um, there's just, you are now creating chaos, not only for your own life, but in the lives of others is right. that you most likely need help. Yeah, no. Um, and I could so relate to that. I remember this was in my twenties, but I remember like, I was always very driven and I always had these big, big goals. And I've anytime, you know, I was in the city and like, I would be networking and I would be making all of these plans with these people. Um, and then I would either never follow up or Mm -hmm. I would forget about appointments or I would just be so like depressed the next day that I just didn't give a shit. Like I just didn't care the way I actually truly cared. Mm -hmm. There was many times like a girlfriend um, of mine, like we used to go out to the city and like the hottest nightclubs and like all the, you know, the best promoters and had the best time. And then like, we would go home at like six in the morning and let's say I would have something at 11. Like I would just sleep through it. And like, she she would come inside and be like, "Uh, you need to wake up. Like your boss is calling you or this and that. My phone would be dead. Like, you know, it just impacted my work. Um, and I, I always managed, you know, like it just always worked out. So I didn't think it was an issue, Mm -hmm. but I, the guilt that I felt like, like, I felt like a piece of shit, (laughs) you know, like what is wrong with me? 
Right. But I never thought it was the alcohol. It was like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I, you know, do this? Right. You know, and, um, you know, fast forward till now when that is removed from my life, I'm Mm. so on top of everything. I mean, I can tell you my list of what I have to do, what I have to buy, what I have to get. Like, I don't Mm. even sometimes have to write it down. Like, it's just like, I, I operate like a, like a machine. Like I'm, I'm a computer that is fully updated. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, a computer that is cleaned up. Yeah. You know, I, hell, heck, I got a brand new computer, <laughs> you know, yes. because of all of the, the, the work that I've done to, to do that, but it's like, it's night and day. And, and I remember use, I used to be depressed for days and sometimes weeks where I would just eat and I didn't want to get out of bed and I still would. And I would still go out and party, Mm -hmm. um, and then go back. But, um, when I'm in a funk now, you know, it's weird. I don't get in a funk now anymore. Like Mm -hmm. for a long time, like I, you know, I practice what I preach. I feel the feelings. I allow myself to either be fully sad or whatever those, um, feelings are right and sometimes I and then I ask what do I need Mm, um and it's sometimes a nap I used to be a big napper I'm not anymore because my energy is has changed yeah and it's um a lot higher than it used to be but I used to nap a lot Mm -hmm. and I used to nap a lot in my healing phase so I think what we're going to start doing is I think we're going to create these different phases. And this is just coming to me because there are different phases. So there's a phase of denial. Yes. I think there's a phase of um, uh, acceptance and being mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. And then there's a phase of doing the fucking work. Oh, yeah. Um, whatever it has to be. Yeah. Um, and then there's a phase of like the other side and experiencing life completely different on different terms on, um, you know, and then there's a phase of just like complete freedom, you know, and that's where I'm at. And so like, yeah, like I don't have days where like, I don't want to go out or do something. Yeah. There are moments where I say, I actually don't want to hang out with this person, but that is different than not wanting to go out because I feel like crap. You feel blue and you feel unmotivated. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the phases that you just outlined because I'm like, yeah, because also like in that end of the phase, it's a lifestyle makeover, mm-hmm. like new maintenance of how this new, lifestyle. a new computer, like that new version of you yeah. is, is that last it's, phase. Yeah. Well, and you good luck if you're pumping your body with these toxins mm-hmm. of trying to have your brain work for you, but oh, then yeah. look at your life now. So you've taken away the poison and as a health coach, you know what to put in. So you are like really fueling yourself with the most beautiful, clean, nourishing foods, people, spirituality, meditation practices. Yeah. Your body is like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. 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 It's vibrating at a different level. It's like humming at a different level. It's, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think they say your body completely changes like the cell turnover is like what every seven years or something like that from your skin to your organs to Mm -hmm. all of that 
So, you know, wherever you are in that phase, like, know, like when you are consistent with these habits, um, which we're going to share with you in upcoming episodes and at the end of this episode as well, um, your body will completely change. Everything will change your brain, your brain, because brain it's, um, you know, another great resource. Um, he's not geared towards sobriety, but, um, nevertheless, it's just a great resource. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Joe Dispenza. Yes. He's a doctor, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm -hmm. He is an expert on the brain. Um, Mm -hmm. and he talks about how our brain are basically plastic like mm-hmm. neuroplasticity and how our brains can mold and change because back in the day, they used to say like, your brain is your brain. It's your genes, yeah. this and that. And in fact, it's the complete opposite where it can totally be changed. Um, and your brain operates, you know, like it releases chemicals and hormones yeah. and, and all of that, your mood, um, yeah. through food, through exercise, through all of the basics. And I always talk about the basics, but it's like, those things are key. And the other part of the basics is removing alcohol and toxins out of your life. And breath work and meditation, huge, as you know, for your chemistry. Um, I love Dr. Joe Dispenza. And also you turned me on to um, doc underscore amen on Instagram. He's awesome for anybody looking to get some support and taking better care of their brains and, um, removing the poison, the toxins, the alcohol. He talks about vaping a lot, just all the things we're doing to cope that's really robbing us of joy and peace and destroying our brains. Um, Okay, so unmanageability, you touched upon depression. My anxiety was like bananas at the end. So Mm. if I, like now, like like a crazy person, like now I think about it, I'm like, I'm laughing. So if I was having, like, say I was just having lunch, I'm like sitting here and you came up behind me, it was like, oh, like I was like, oh. and like, it was like people knew about me. I'm like, oh. and they're like, what are you so scared of? I'm like, I don't wow. murderer at the restaurant. And I really <laughs> like was out of control because guess what? Alcohol increases anxiety. And when you're drinking every day, like I was, and then you know, caffeine, alcohol. And then I knew in my mind, I was also trying to manage it through exercise. My poor body. It was like, wow, where to turn. I was, I was a hot mess, but like, I couldn't, like someone said, boo, I fell on the floor. Like I was like terrified. And then I would feel it in my chest like this, like (gasps) I was anxious about everything. I, and then also with the horrible thing with anxiety, it's like stole my joy because then I would have thoughts of things happening to my children nonstop. And I would justify it by drinking. I'm an anxious person. Nobody has these thoughts. I don't even want to tell people about these thoughts. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to drink to like shove those things down so I can appear normal when inside, like I'm dying. Like, I think you're going to get murdered. You're going to get murdered. I'm going to get murdered. And the more I drank, I mean, delusional, crazy, horrible, and I, I see it now with a lot of people and I have such empathy for them because they don't realize the way in which they are coping is killing them. The way in which they are trying to alleviate that anxiety, that depression is only increasing it. If they would just stop and take away this coping mechanism. And as you're saying, allow your body to heal, allow your body to come to this place of peace, 
calm, your body wants to get back to center. And then you deal with what's reality and what's not reality. You can deal with it. But when you think horrible things are going to happen at any moment and you're stuck in an, a different reality, it's horrible. And it only increases the more you drink. It does not decrease. So like I was Looney Tunes Magoons. Like I thought, and I also thought that I was the only person in the world that could keep my children safe. I was the only, so it was like this crazy idea, like when they weren't with me, something horrible is happening. Yeah. So, so that's a really nice, you know, that's beautiful. That's what alcohol does did for me. Right. Crazy. Yeah. Right. Um, no, that, that is wild. And I'm thinking of it in terms of like, manifesting and Mm -hmm. things. And I'm huge on thoughts, uh, create your reality. So like, you know, here you are thinking these horrible thoughts, um, that eventually, unfortunately would maybe become a real, I mean, not an ax murderer in your restaurant, but negative energy, negative energy that something would happen. You know what I mean? And it's like, you were living in that and calling that in, in a way where, um, only when you become fully sober, um, you have the superpower and this is going to be an episode to completely be aware of your thoughts, but then be able to mold them into something else. So let's say a thought does come up like that. You can say, Oh, that is silly. Yeah with that and say, how do I want to feel? I always say like, how do you want to feel? What do you want? Right. Um, Cause it's a choice. Know. And then choose like, Oh, I want to feel. So I do this often is I send healing vibes and healing energy to my daughter, to her school. Um, I say, she's having an amazing time that puts me at ease. I send them love and light. And I said, she's learning. And I, infuse these thoughts into her mind, like as, as she's walking in the school. So I'll say like, what kind of day do you want to be having? And she goes, I want to have a fun day. I said, you're going to have a fun day. I said, you decide. And, you know, talking about parenting, she was in the backseat the other day and she was upset about something and it was a little too long being upset. Like I I let her be upset. Yeah. But then I'm like, Amia, like you get to decide. Oh, oh, because she said somebody made her feel a certain way. Mm. And I said, no, I, I didn't say, it. I said, nobody can make you feel a certain way unless you allow them to make you feel a certain way. So, you know, just, I would not be able to be so aware and still and, and intuitive in these conversations had oh. I been feeling uh, hungover or depressed or whatever. So, well, you know, it's, um, it's just amazing. Um, like I, I love that because then I take it for myself, like, and whatever I coach, like whenever I coach a client for whatever reason, it's like, it's something that I need that comes to me through me. And it's just like this, uh, calibration for both of us, because Mm -hmm. now I'm like, I can't just give you the advice. I actually have to take it. If I'm telling you to drink more water, Mm -hmm. um, you know what, did I drink enough water today? shit I didn't no you know what I mean I know I know exactly. um, mastery of self is the yeah first. yeah everything. and you know we are an extension of each other yeah 
So we are here to be each other's mirror. And that's mm-hmm. why now we're like jumping a little bit, but we'll go with it. That's why, because of the changes that I've done, mm. my French, like I, I'm, I'm just surrounded by totally mm-hmm. different people mm-hmm. because that is a reflection of me. For and sure. now I have a friend like you and, and, and few friends like you, in fact, that, um, it's like, we're not on a schedule. We call each other whenever, but it's quite mm-hmm. often we talk mm-hmm. about this. We talk about business. Like I, I need to have all of these things, buckets filled within a relationship. And if it's just one bucket, it's just not enough for me. Oh. Um, some, you know, so like, I, I need that, like uh, all of the things, you My know, soul, feed your soul, like these relationships, like your yeah. soul is calling for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that we hope to have through this podcast, and we just talked about this offline was to help each help our listeners help you, uh, find either accountability partners, or, you know, if you guys decide to work with us as, you know, coaching or group coaching, whatever we decide to do, whatever offer that we decide to come up with that is needed, um, that's, that's our hope is that you find that community, um, either within here or wherever, you know, it just sparks that in you because it's essential. It like feeds me on every single level (laughs) is everything. And you become like the people you surround yourself with. And, and you just said it like you, within this community, you will find your solution, like your path back to self, really all the recovery, all of this is returning home. Like we lose ourselves to come on this journey, come back to our truest, highest selves when we are connected with our higher power. And we let go of all the things that we were dressing ourselves in and covering and coping and numbing to be back to our truest and most beautiful version of who we are and what we're here to do. Yeah. We need that in community. We cannot do it. It's not a solo act. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Okay, Michaela, I am fully frustrated with my kids, whom I love more than life itself. However, as their mom, I feel like an absolute failure, and I can't seem to find the time to get us all organized and even have meaningful conversations. I feel like everyone is so busy. I'm so overwhelmed, so drained. Help me. Yes, get that off your chest. As a busy mom, I get it. I have found that when I am stressed and feeling stuck, the best thing to do is ask for help. Perhaps book a therapy session. Therapy is for everyone, every human desiring to feel better, live better, and learn how to solve life's most pressing problems and concerns in real time. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and very convenient. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you could switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SoberGirls today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SoberGirls. And that is, I mean, I still want to go into some of the things we said. So some of the physical symptoms or signs that it's time to make a change Mm -hmm. um, is if you're constantly bloated. Um, if your digestion is off, if you're constipated or if you're, you know, just like just irregularity, 
irregularity. Um, Your skin is off. Like I, okay. It's crazy. I have pretty good skin. Um, I have a really good routine. Amazing skin. Um, like not to say, you know, but like I have good skin, but when I would drink one glass of something the next day, I feel like I aged 10 years. Like it is the craziest. Everyone's listening to this. It ages you. It, but it aged me like, and like where I was like, who am I? Like the, the, the day before, before I was like getting ready and like, I didn't drink whatever for a week. And like, I felt and looked amazing. The next day I woke up and I was like, 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 who am I? Like mm-hmm. my eyes were a different color. Um, is scary. Yeah. yeah. Alcohol does not make you look pretty. Alcohol ages you rapidly. It shrivels up all your skin. It eats away at your collagen. Yeah. You know, and our biggest organ is our skin. So your body's like, get these poisons out. And so you're pushing the poison out through your skin. And that's we you have breakouts and, and this is what you can see. So this yeah, is not even yeah. talking about like what's happening in your liver and your digestion. Um, you know, for me, I mean, one of my biggest factors was like, um, I, and I was a pot smoker, like in my teens and twenties. Um, and I stopped that after like, <laughs> it's so funny. That's not funny, but I, used to hate the aftermath because I was never the type to like, just like, not like I would have the munchies, like no other. Mm. So I'm like, Mm. you know how some people could even like smoke right now, like just recreationally. And like, I'm like, I I could never, because I would eat the entire, the entire refrigerator. And I would still go food shopping because I would still need to fill myself up. And, oh my God, like that was the worst, but this is the same thing with like the day after drinking. Yeah. I don't, I don't care how healthy I am. I would just be like, nope, today's the day I will have like a cheese sub yeah. or like chips or ice cream because like, it's like filling it's getting it's because those things would give me these, this like chemical release yes. um, that I would not get from eating a salad, unfortunately. But now it's like reverse, like I'm sober and I'm like, I if I think about what I want to eat, I'm like, Ooh, a nice protein with a huge salad. Like, Oh my gosh. It just like turns me on. Yeah. (laughs) It it turns me on too. (laughs) I'm like, well, that sounds great soon. Um, yeah, but what alcohol does, and I didn't realize this, I was listening to another, so I'm obsessed with rich roll and he's sober and an amazing podcast. And he was talking, what's the name of the podcast? Um, the rich roll podcast, Mm. fully obsessed Let's have him on. I would die, like die. Like I'm like his biggest fan. Um, He has a lot of fans. Um, But he was discussing the fact that a hangover is caused by the destruction to your microbiome, your gut, your good bacteria. That is also why we crave certain things. So you filled your body up with this Mm. sugar. There's a lot of sugar and alcohol and toxins. And so your body now is craving that which you put in it. And like over time, the damage that is done to our gut microbiome causes a host of problems because this is our second brain. It's regulating our bodies. It's also regulating what we crave. It's also regulating how we release toxins and waste. We are effed. You're effed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's this vicious cycle that drinking does a number on you. But let's also get back to 
okay, why did we, why did we drink again? Like we were looking for relief, fun, um, just let our hair down. Confidence. Uh, like what, are we there's getting, different ways to, to get confidence, by the way. Yeah. You know, their visualization, my future mm-hmm. self meditations. Yeah. I mean, like there's different ways to, to fully step into, um, into that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm actually going to, uh, I'm going to come up with some sort of a meditation for here and we'll, we'll post it on the podcast. Um, I do have a meditation program, um, which I can link in the show notes, but, um, yeah, I think meditation is a huge part of like embodying, um, who you want to be. And it's all about that consistency consistency. And, um, that is one of the ways to start creating those changes is, um, is to, to have a practice like that. So if anybody needs help, I can, I would love to be your guide. Yes. Um, so yeah, so those are, the signs. So if you are medicating for different things like anxiety, depression, for trying to have more fun or, um, you know, some people even, I mean, I've never done this, but some people use it for like weight, uh, maintenance too, I assume. Right. Like they'll like, instead of E. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, there's a whole, which that. Or like if they drink, they don't have to eat that much. Like I, if I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think the root of it all is we drink or use a, a mind altering substance because we cannot face our truth. Whatever yeah. the truth is that you can't face, you are, you're numbing instead of just, there's so much power in speaking your truth and saying, I'm wrestling with this. This is really how I feel. We might not solve it today, but when you speak it and like we are creating this safe space to do that, that doesn't have power over you to make you do these crazy things where you're like me having panic attacks when someone says, hi, alcohol, you know, it's not a solution. It was my solution for a really long time, but it really does not solve any of the things that I so I was desiring it to do for me. It doesn't, yeah. it just works. It leaves you worse than it, where it found you every time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy because that's, that was probably one of your only tools that you were using. Was, and when you, yeah, when you don't know these terms and in wellness coaching, we talk about like creating your toolbox, right? Mm-hmm. So this is what this podcast will give you is it's going to offer you different tools Um, And when you try them, you will get certain results. Mm -hmm. And when you try them consistently, the results are going to change your life. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, for example, if you want to create more calm, peace, Mm -hmm. feeling grounded, feeling pure and connected, Mm -hmm. you want to meditate. You're not going to really get it through anything else. Like, like that is a tool. Another tool is using food as medicine, right. To heal, to restore your organs, to, to really nourish you. Um, you know, food should not be punishment, you know, um, like food is a whole different big topic, you know, especially for me who, you know, I've dealt with like food addiction and, um, uh, eating disorders, um, for, you know, many years. Um, and so, yeah, there are different tools. Uh, another tool is being in a community. So the Facebook group, which, you know, this is the beginning stage of everything, but, you know, mm-hmm. our, our dreams and hope is like, 
for you guys, our listeners, to be able to help each other, to inspire each other, you know, share mocktail recipes or share meditation or share another podcast that you came across that like really spoke to you. Um, for it to be like the resource for the two sober girls, you know, um, podcast yeah. Facebook group is going to be amazing. Um, yeah. So community, I know you're huge on that. And I never saw the importance of it until like, I speak to you, mm-hmm. you know, because it truly makes my life easier knowing I have a friend who is sober and we have these conversations, but I didn't really have that. So in fact, I never had a sober community. Now that I think of it, I would go to things and parties, events, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate Um, and like Aaron says, you're like a unicorn and you like, you almost have to like explain yourself, but like, you don't want to go into like details of why you're not drinking. Like you're not going to share that with a stranger. Right. Unless like, they're really cool. You know what I mean? Like like you go to this party and it's like shitty food, alcohol, people talking about politics and you're like, but Oh my God. I was going to have fun. (laughs) It's not for me. Like desperation has hit. I know. Yeah. Right. And it's a time. And they're like, yay, take it, take it, take a shot. You're not drinking. Why aren't you drinking? Everyone's like looking at you. Like, why aren't you drinking? Right. Don't you? But then you're like, why are you shoving toxins down your body? That it's like, if we really realize what. Well, if we, if you reverse that question and ask, like, why are you opposite? Why are you drinking? Why yeah. are you drinking? I think that's one of the most important questions to ask. And no judgment, guys. I mean, like, you, you know. Oh my God. Are you ever. kidding me? Like, but I think I, it's, you, you have to like sprinkle a little humor in there because. Laugh. You got to. I mean, please. I <laughs> love more than I did. And it, it's all miraculous that I'm sitting here now. So it's total with tongue in cheek. But why are you drinking? Like, that is the question. Like, I wish someone asked me that. Like, well, why do you want to drink? Mm. Why? And I think if you really sit with that, why you will become free, you will yeah. be able to speak it and share it. And that's a huge part of this Facebook community. You will get to share. I am struggling with this. And instead of drinking over it, I'm going to talk to you about it. That's a big part of AI. I'm not going to drink over it. I'm going to share it. I'm going to ask somebody who I um, look up to admire, who is sober and wise and has a spiritual as on a spiritual path. What should I do? And you will get, and I get advice sometimes where, see your part, you need to make an amends, or this is what you need to do. You need to pray for that person, be of service, get to a meeting. There's actual steps to do with whatever you're facing, share it and ask for wise mm-hmm. advice and counsel. And you move through it instead of yeah. that. And like, that's what you used to drink over. Yeah. yeah. And like you said offline earlier um, that. Be, since you are tied in into an AA community, you can mm-hmm. help anyone in different, like all over the world, right? Yeah. AA is everywhere. It's international and it's the same structure, which I love. So whenever I travel, I look up a meeting, I go to a meeting. Oh, that's so nice. cool. I love it. And it, AA is so welcoming. You are part of this tribe wherever you go, because we're all staying alive, staying sober together. Yeah. Uh, 
but I, as part of AA, you know, I'm always ready to lend a hand and to anybody who wants to come to a meeting with me if they're local or a Zoom meeting, or I can help them find a sponsor, whatever, wherever they are. Absolutely. I will be a resource for that. It would that be nice so honor. cool. Yeah. That is so cool. Really and cool. you guys, Aaron is uh, firing up. Well, you already fired up your Instagram um, yes. with some yes. great content. Um, so if you are in this space and, and wanting more of this um, brain food, uh, you definitely mm-hmm. have to follow her. And then mm-hmm. mine is more towards like a complete like wellness, like lifestyle. Okay. I love meditation. I thrive on routines and things like that. So, you know, I think the other tool, uh, which doesn't get talked enough is curating your social media feed. Mm. And I've done this a few times. So like, if you listen to my podcast, like I love clearing and organizing and moving things around. I'm, I'm just an energy shifter always. You right. Are. You are. Yes. So, and I teach others how to do that. And, and one way we can, t- we can do that is obviously with our physical environment. So our space, especially our bedroom, our kitchen, you know, if you want to shift how you eat, shift your kitchen, 100%. toss all the, you know, process things, bring more whole foods in. like, there's different things for that. But, you know, um, if you want confidence, like go through your fucking closet and like toss anything does that, that does not make you feel confident or sexy yeah. mm-hmm. or like you um, toss your old self away yeah. like forget about like thinking like you're gonna waste money like or it's a waste of money to toss donate or it. donate it right yeah um so i there's a constant um uh i it's like a routine with me where mm-hmm. i get this like i wake up one day it just comes to me i wake up and i'm like oh okay today is the day I like, I organize like five drawers and I get rid of half the things and then I will do this. And it literally comes to me, like what I need to get rid of it. And there's no attachment. Mm. It's okay. Same thing with social media. So there was many times, like I used to, I remember I used to follow like thousands and thousands of people and it was just this like random you know, like feed that when you open up, it would just like, sort of like uh, throw me all over the place. So anyway, I cleaned that up. Um, now there's an option on Instagram to favorite. So let's say your, mm-hmm. your regular feed, like you go on Instagram and there's a regular feed and let's say you see uh, two sober girls podcast, you see yeah. Aaron recover with Aaron, you see health with Michaela. What you're going to do is there's these like three buttons you're going to press on that. And then you're going to go to favorites. And so basically anytime you open your app, those main accounts are going to show because now you're telling the algorithm or Instagram, like you are curating what you want to see because it's, it's information in your brain. And it's like, why not tailor it to your goals or how you want to feel versus like, you know, seeing an uh, Instagram model who mm-hmm. you, you followed last year because you liked her outfit, but something is triggering mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you looking mm-hmm. at her, which then leads you to triggering activities, right? Yes. Um, so cleaning up your feed is an okay. amazing, amazing tool. Yep. Um, another thing is I always recommend um, 
when I coach to like, if there's some mindset things that we need to work on is like, try to not look into social media as soon as you wake up. And I know this is hard and sometimes I struggle with it, but like, I heard it somewhere, but like, would you allow 500 people to enter your bedroom just like in the morning? Like that's basically what you're doing when you're looking at a screen, you're allowing these people to enter your mind state and influence you and how to feel or how to do this. Like sit with yourself first, sit with yourself, sit with God, sit with the universe or your angels or your guides, your tribe, your Mm -hmm. future self. Yeah. And decide what you want to feel for the day. Well, you just you know? said that's a huge part of recovery is like capturing that morning and capturing your first thoughts. And you are setting yourself on the path that you want to be with you mm-hmm. and your higher power. And you know, as a meditation teacher, you have to meditate. Yeah. You have to get aligned. You have to quiet. I have a rule, no phone, gratitude only. I do my readings, prayer, meditation. Then I begin. I do not deviate from that because that is keeping me sober, happy, and free. And I'll say, I'll say for, for those of you listening, and if you don't have a routine or if you don't have, that might sound like, holy shit, that's a lot to do in the morning. Like I can't even, I don't even have time to brush my teeth because I'm getting my kids ready Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I promise you when you prioritize this, Mm. your whole day will open up. (laughs) Because then you're not pulled into so many directions. You're in control. You are in control of yourself, of how your energy flows, where it goes and what it creates. Always, 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 always. So you're aligned. Just be intentional with that. And if you're to do, okay. If you're to do one thing in the morning, if you don't have a morning routine, what is that one thing for you, Erin? What would you recommend? If you have two minutes. Two minutes, I am going to do like breathing meditation, because that is all prayer. I'm going to quiet myself two minutes, breath work, meditation, boom. Cause that's alignment. I got to say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not powerful. And then you can, yeah. you, you know, you can do this throughout the day guys. Like if you were like getting overwhelmed, two minutes of breath work, a meditation. Well, that is the trick. Yeah. It's all day. Yeah. yeah I do. I do practice this all day long. I mean, I don't sit in meditation all day long. There's Mm -hmm. many times I meditate with my eyes open. Um, Mm -hmm. Listen, guys, we have about 60,000 thoughts in our brain every single day. And when you become aware of the thoughts, you realize that they're all the same. Yeah. And then when you realize they're all the same, and then you realize like your thoughts create your life. Mm -hmm. So when you, when you change your thoughts, uh, one of my favorite books by Wayne Dyer, He's also sober. I think he was sober for 30 years. Yes. And, and, and he was like my spiritual father. Um, and he said one time that in order for him to do this great work, he had to be sober. Yes. Um, and so he put down the drink and he mm-hmm. leaped into this amazing, successful career of helping so many people. Um, he was always such a big inspiration to me. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know where I was going with that. That's but you know what? Yeah, he's a great, you know, resource too. You, this is what I'm thinking. So I would <laughs> in the car and like, yeah. you know, you yeah. want to constantly, that's feed another tool. Yeah. Cool. So this, yeah. Good things, mm-hmm. you know, and starting with the beginning of the day, but 
once you are aligned and you start your day aligned, meaning like you and your, the highest vision God has for you, your path, watch out what happens. Like it's unbelievable. And it comes with ease because you are authentically living your life and you will make those decisions based on, you know, divine will versus this person needs me over here, or I should do this. No, no, you have clarity, you have power and you have your space and you're walking through it. And it's like two minutes here, two minutes there, just keep coming back to that practice. And Michaela is such an expert at this, like, you know, team up and work with Michaela, you know, practice breath work, meditation. I did not know how to meditate at all. And I'm, I, I'm learning and learning and learning every day of my life, but AA brought meditation to the forefront of my life. And I just started listening to guided meditations. Like that's mm -hmm. how I got into it. Mm -hmm. And it radically changed my life. And now it's just as important as the air I breathe. Yeah. I can't go without it. Yeah. yeah and I would love to do a meditation episode on mm -hmm. and dive deep into the different types of meditation. Yes. And I think there are different phases of <laughs> phases are like my thing now, but there are different phases of meditation practice right. you know there's a phase of like that's fucking weird like only like weirdos mm -hmm. sit and like mm -hmm. who would want to think about their thoughts right mm -hmm. and then there's a phase of like trying it out and not having success and then there's that one thing and you're like oh like this is cool and yes. you you know I think definitely in the beginning if you're new to it um to find guided meditation teachers that you vibe with, you might, you have to love the voice. You have to love the message. Mm -hmm. You have to love the, the journey that they take you on. Um, because sometimes they just try one or two and they're like, Oh no, that was cuckoo. Or that was, you know, sometimes like teachers talk about chakras. And if you're not into like the metaphysical world, then that doesn't resonate with you. But if somebody's speaking about, you know, creating success and, you know, lifestyle and feeling how you want to feel like that you can relate to, right? Absolutely. That's something we all want. Right. So yeah, finding somebody love that an you idea. truly yeah. love. And then the, the cool phase is you realize, like, I don't listen to many guys. There's sometimes when I need that guidance, I do, but most of the time I just, um, I allow myself to be the guide. Mm -hmm. because I've listened to so many and this is why I created a course and, yeah, and, and, mm -hmm. and, you know, but like, I've listened to so many that I can tap into myself. And this is like the power that you, we all have and ask, like, what do I need today? Yes. What do I need to think again? Mm -hmm. How do I want to feel? Yeah. And it. just, that is your North star. You know, I, so I want everybody listening to, if you're not driving, close your eyes. And these random <laughs> meditations, but I love it. I love it. Just close your eyes, soften your face, and make your spine nice and tall. Relax your shoulders down. So really open up your chest to create space for your breath to be fully welcomed into your body. And take a nice, beautiful, delicious deep breath in. Longest breath you've ever taken today. And then hold it at the top. Allow it to nourish yourselves and then slowly release out through the mouth. Just sigh it out. Let everything that came before this go. Relax your shoulders down and feel this stillness. 
that is right inside of you and tap into that and ask yourself, what do you want to feel? How do you want to feel today? How do you want to feel right now? And create and, and think about an emotion. Do you want to feel happy? Do you want to feel at peace? Do you want to feel focused? Do you want to feel beautiful? Do you want to feel confident? Do you want to feel all of those things? Yeah. So just breathe that in and just declare, I want to feel this. And so it is. And it's as simple as deciding. And then when you open up your eyes to the room, which you can right now, is you've just reprogrammed mm -hmm. your mind and your subconscious and your body to look for things that will make you feel happy, confident, blessed, joyful. You mm -hmm. know, you might open up your closet and be like, oh, yep, I'm confident. So this doesn't belong here. Um, you might like you're going to get these inspired um, uh, actions that will come naturally to you. So nothing is forced. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's so amazing right now. That was like, that's so much better than any glass of wine. Let me just tell you. Like yeah. that's what I'm looking for is that. And that's so beautiful. That's such a gift. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I think, I think each episode should have a little little meditation in it how about what do you guys think yeah all right so I think this was a lot of different nuggets please 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 you know if you have a journal nearby you know I highly recommend I always say this in my other podcast um you know because each of my episodes I like to make super informative mm -hmm. um keep a, a journal for these yes. lectures and write down um, today's prompt can be, how do I want to feel? Mm -hmm. So you can say, how do I want to feel today? You can ask, how do I want to feel for the rest of my life? And how do I want to make others feel? So you can that. journal on that today after this like little mini meditation and um, yeah, just decide what tool you are going to try next and incorporate this tool daily into your life. You don't have to try all of them. Just pick one that really sparked your interest and um, we'll have more next week. And that's it. <laughs> I'm psyched. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I hope you have a beautiful day. Um, we will see you next time. You can find us at all of the links are in the show notes, but recover with Aaron or health with Michaela, healthwithmichaela.com. Um, shift is my meditation program mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. And then our Facebook group, uh, two sober girls podcast. Mm -hmm. It's a private Facebook group. Uh, feel free to share this with your friends mm -hmm. uh, or family members um, who are, you know, could be into this lifestyle mm -hmm. and um, yeah, do your part in this world to um, spread that awareness because that truly is life-giving. Yes. There's a better way. Yes. All right, everyone. See you next time. Bye.
It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there.